welcome to Michaela Wallace's podcast. Today's episode is called Flowers and Facades. Today's episode will discuss the gender inequality and its impact in Ukraine. Recent acknowledgement of the misconception of Women's Day has sparked the talk of the barriers women in Ukraine are still facing today and why this should be treated as a cultural issue and women's rights movement. I will begin this podcast by discussing the background of gender inequality in Ukraine. Gender discrimination is widespread in Ukraine. Gender norms are normally defined with traditional patriarchal views and values reinforced by media and school curriculums. The ongoing conflict in eastern Ukraine has deepened gender stereotypes that emphasize men as protectors and heroes and women as caring supporters and limit women's engagement and involvement in conflict resolution. According to the International Gender Gap Index report of 2020, Ukraine ranked 59th out of 153 countries, with gendering inequality in the labor market being one of the most striking examples. Persistent gender inequality in economic opportunities and discrimination has limited women's access to employment and income, heightened gender gaps in employment and promotion, and led to horizontal and vertical occupational gender segregation in the labor market. As a rule, it is very hard for women over 40 in Ukraine to get a job. Females are dismissed more often than males and often suffer from sexual harassment at work. Typically, women are concentrated in traditional female occupational areas such as education, health care, and social security, public administration, and administrative and support services, with lower salary levels, of course. Women's participation in decision-making over recovery and peace-building remains extremely low. Women hold only 12% of seats in the parliament and make up 11% of the cabinet of ministers. Fortunately, UN Women Support Groups of Women committed to dialogue in and with the Eastern region to help identify the main dividing lines and most importantly, a common ground for action. UN Women strive to support long-term national reforms while promoting gender equality and women's rights accountability. With all of that being said, we will now move into the current event part of this podcast. Today's article that we will discuss is called Flowers and Facades. In Ukraine, critics say Women's Day needs a rethink. On February 26, a councilwoman in a western Ukrainian city held her two-year-old daughter while addressing a town hall meeting with remarks about the importance of pedestrian-only zones in urban planning. In less than a week, she faced a firestorm of criticism on social media after a man from her European Solidarity Party posted a photo on Facebook and the first commenter asked, what, nursery schools aren't accepting toddlers anymore? With another comment stating it was improper to appear on stage with her child. More than 800 comments amounted to political bullying, internalized misogyny, and discrimination based on motherhood. The online criticism provided a snapshot of the attitudes ahead of International Women's Day, which is marked around the world, in some places more avidly than others. But in Ukraine, not everybody is celebrating. To feminist blogger, Women's Day is the most deceptive and hypocritical holiday. Women's Day was first celebrated early in the 20th century in the United States and several European countries, during a rush of socialist politics and growing calls for better labor conditions and equal rights with men in an array of matters such as work, voting, and seeking public office. Leading up to the holiday, which takes place today, March 8th, 
Television and the internet in Ukraine, Russia, and other former Soviet republics was were full of ads, memes, and other content focusing on flowers, chocolates, hearts, and holiday recipes. Tatiana Derniva, the executive director of an international development sector and UN agency, stated, Flowers are fine, but only if this kind of celebration is accompanied by serious discourse about what barriers women are facing today. Referring to the hurdles that hamper women's progression towards high-level positions at work in society, Tetiana went on to say that, while some gains have been made, we still require more protection instead of flowers. They are no substitute for attention to issues affecting women disproportionately, and they don't justify violence or the glass ceiling. What we still have is a society of closed male clubs, including in government bodies, and a real need for gender equality reform. And that is all for today's podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in for next week.